0: Street epistemology is a wonderful approach that anyone can learn. You can learn more about street epistemology at streetepistemology.com. The Belief Factory. Many people new to street epistemology. Often struggle to avoid falling into debate mode, that type of interaction where both parties seem to wind up talking past each other, getting frustrated, and ultimately accomplishing very little in terms of finding common ground. This article is aimed at those who are still struggling to focus on their interlocutor's epistemology. It will discuss some basic concepts about how beliefs model reality and how epistemology functions as a factory for forging beliefs from the raw material of evidence. It should help you gain a clear and solid understanding of where to focus your attention so that you can practice street epistemology more easily and effectively. Belief Formation We exist in reality. We collect data about reality using our senses. This data is the evidence we use to understand the nature of reality. We use our minds to convert evidence into internal mental descriptions or models of reality. The model is our understanding of what reality is and how it works. Example, we perceive a wooden crate in front of us using our eyes and hands to explore its contours. This information is used to help create or reinforce our belief that the wooden crate is box-shaped beliefs about reality are models when we talk about our beliefs we are talking about abstract internal models of how the real world is and works these models exist only as ideas in our minds example if someone believes in an afterlife their mental model of reality includes the idea that people possess a property that persists after their body dies Those who believe this property exists often call it a soul. Beliefs may not be accurate. Our beliefs, models of reality, may or may not correspond well with reality itself. When a model is less accurate in this way, we call it a false belief. When our model is more accurate, we say that the belief is true. Example. If you believe a box to be a three-dimensional geometric shape that tapers smoothly from a flat base, frequently though not necessarily circular, to a point called the apex or vertex, then your belief would be false as a model of reality. Beliefs are not reality. Beliefs people hold about reality are not actually reality beliefs are simplified abstractions. The fact that these abstractions have the potential to be inaccurate proves that they are, in fact, two different things. Once people have formed their beliefs, consciously or unconsciously, intentionally or unintentionally, they often interact with the world as if those beliefs are, in fact, reality. They behave as if there is no relevant difference. When someone points to something and says, That is a box. Does that mean that the thing really is a box? Or is it just an arrangement of atoms and molecules that happens to match our mental model of box-like things? The concept, box, and the thing, the atom stuff, are independent of each other. We commonly ignore this difference for convenience. However, if someone has never needed to see the distinction, they may be consciously unaware of it and go through life as if the two are entirely synonymous. It can be extremely difficult to practice street epistemology when someone struggles with this distinction. Therefore it may be useful to ensure that your interlocutor understands the difference up front to save both parties some aggravation. Beliefs inform our actions. Though our beliefs about reality are mental abstractions distinct from reality itself. They are the only things we have to work with as we live our lives. When we make choices about how to act, we base those actions on our understanding of reality, our beliefs, our mental model of how reality is and works. Example, if someone believes that their God wants them to punish a rape victim with stoning, they may choose to take the action of killing a woman inaccurate beliefs can cause harm people live in societies where their actions inevitably affect other people if our beliefs are not true and our beliefs inform our actions then our beliefs indirectly and our actions directly have a very real potential to cause harm to ourselves and others example if someone believes that vaccines cause autism but in fact they do not They may choose not to vaccinate their child, thereby putting their child and others in the community at risk of serious illness or death. Epistemology Epistemology is concerned with the theory of knowledge. It is the study of the nature of knowledge, justification, and the rationality of belief. A person's epistemology is the process they use to convert evidence into beliefs. It is the factory that transforms the raw material of evidence into the final product of belief. To avoid inaccurate beliefs, we need to look upstream of the beliefs themselves, because they are not the problem. The problem lies in the process, the epistemology, that transformed the evidence into those beliefs. Good versus Bad Epistemologies Good epistemologies are those that are reliable at producing beliefs that more accurately correspond to reality. Poor epistemologies are those that fail to do so. Religious faith is an example of a poor or unreliable epistemology. It is subjective, vulnerable to personal bias, and typically relied upon in the absence of good critical thinking skills. Scientific methods are examples of a good or reliable epistemology. They strive to be rigorous, objective, and based entirely on empirical observation and logic. Example Even though two people might collect the same evidence a child became autistic after being vaccinated they could arrive at two very different beliefs. Why? Because their epistemologies were different. Their reasoning processes or belief factories differed enough that they converted the same input into different output. Street epistemology. Street epistemology is a form of conversation that relies heavily on Socratic questioning. It attempts to reveal poor epistemologies and demonstrate better ones while simultaneously employing the necessary social skills to help avoid unproductive emotional responses and encourage empathetic attitudes. Why Street Epistemology is Better. If we accept that actions based on inaccurate beliefs are undesirable, then we should strive to avoid arriving at inaccurate beliefs. Unfortunately, if you want to challenge someone's very deeply held but probably inaccurate belief about reality, presenting them with alternative evidence will typically fail. This is because you haven't altered their epistemology. They will simply feed your alternative evidence into their faulty factory, and come up with another bad conclusion. Evidence in support of your own belief will only work if their factory works in the same way as yours. Street epistemology specifically tries to focus on a person's epistemology, the factory, not on their beliefs or their evidence. The goal is to reveal to both participants the thinking process that leads from evidence to conclusion. Never mind the evidence. When someone presents evidence that you know is poor, resist the urge to refute it with a competing bit of evidence. Instead, try to form questions that delve into what your interlocutor is doing with that evidence. Once they discover the flaws in their reasoning, the defects in their factory, they will change how they evaluate evidence, or repair the defect. They will have improved their critical thinking skills and be better equipped to skillfully evaluate evidence in the future. Never mind the beliefs themselves. When they tell you about conclusions they've reached that you feel are erroneous, don't respond with alternative conclusions that make more sense to you. Set those aside. Instead, keep exploring how they transform their evidence into those conclusions. When they themselves discover the flaws in their own logic, This will eventually result in improved critical thinking skills that can be applied to any subject going forward. Focus on the factory. For example, when you detect a logical fallacy, don't point out that they've fallen victim to a logical fallacy. Instead, ask a question that allows them to discover for themselves the flaw in the logic. For example, if your interlocutor says, My evidence is that my son got autism immediately after being vaccinated. You could respond with, Aha! You've fallen victim to the cum hoc ergo propter hoc fallacy. But this will likely be received poorly and lead to debate. Your best clue that this is not a great response? It's not a question. A better response would be, Is it possible for a thing to happen right after something else, even though the first thing was not actually the cause of the second? Here you're inviting them to analyze the thinking process they're using and hopefully realize for themselves that correlation does not equal causation. Conclusion. In conclusion when attempting to use street epistemology I recommend keeping this image in your mind. Imagine a factory with evidence going in one side and beliefs coming out the other. Keep your attention on the factory itself. Above all, stay focused on the belief factories. If you get distracted and pulled into the weeds, don't worry about it. Just stop and return to the factory. It will become a lot easier with practice. Good luck. Street epistemology is a technique by Dr. Peter Boghossian in his book, A Manual for Creating Atheists, and his Android and iOS app, Atheos.